at SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. It is a very good afternoon and thank you so much uh, for choosing this dial and uh, connect with us as we lead the conversations. And uh, right now we're starting um, a, a conversation that I, I would urge that if you are not a Christian, uh, maybe just listening won't be such a crime. Because, um, uh, you know, sometimes it, it's easy to just be responding out of emotions and not uh, using facts. And uh, I do put a disclaimer that uh, the views that will be shared by my guests are not those of the SABC. I have to put that disclaimer out. And joining me in studio as we talk about uh, human rights violation in, in the name of religion, I'm joined by um, Mr. Muzikrind saying it about mister because uh, you've since ditched the pastor title <laughs> <laughs> because it comes with all sorts um joining us in studio he's a former pastor and uh, turned into new thought uh, we'll still think of uh, the new title uh, whether city baba fundisi whatever title uh, that comes with the new thought uh, he's an author and teacher good afternoon and welcome afternoon Chrisella. so which title do we use spiritual teacher there you go spiritual teacher or consciousness Most teacher yeah yeah it's in english <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by uh, bishop jackson Corsa uh, from the kingdom of uh, priest ministries one of those um, scholars that i truly believe that uh, your teachings empower people to just think beyond uh, what comes on the surface and uh, many of us have drank from your well uh, good afternoon and welcome thank you so much uh, for coming through it's a great privilege for me to be here so let let's start from uh, the very beginning uh, you you coming up with a summit that is going to unite humanity um, and and this is is going to be you regard it as an unpopular um, way of connecting to uh, uh, God yes it is basically unconventional and it's happening on the 21st of march which is next week thursday and we are in partnership with the lgbta plus plus community so yeah. you that advanced you even know lgbta plus <laughs> plus wow because i've and, done and, my homework on them and and for those who maybe don't know uh, the lgbta plus plus that's um uh, the community of lesbians gays uh for, for someone listening to this conversation and thinking you can't be uh, subscribing to christ's teachings when you associate yourself with homosexuality and and uh, gays and lesbians Yes, I will say that this is definitely what Christ did in the first century. Because I, I was saying that most of, the, of my preaching life as a pastor, I focused on the, on the Jesus when he was 33 years old. And I spent most of my time talking about the death and the resurrection of Jesus, which is something that happened over three days when Jesus was 33. But you know that Jesus lived for 33 years. And in most churches today, people don't talk about their life and the teachings of Jesus. Mm -hmm. They don't talk about the things that Jesus did, the people that Jesus interacted with, the lepers who were not supposed to come near Jesus, that mother with the issue of blood who was not supposed to come near Jesus, the prostitutes who were not supposed to come near Jesus, all the people who were marginalized, all the people that were told that they must not come near Jesus by religion. Jesus said all of them, I want them in front of me. I want them near me. And Jesus actually, when you study his teachings, we find that Jesus was very hard on religious people 
but he embraced those who were not religious. So, Bishop, how do we support this um, uh, with scripture? Uh, because, I, I mean, when, when you make reference to the Bible, everybody runs to Genesis and everybody will tell you about how the Bible is anti, there's Genesis 1, uh, 19, um, and, and how the Bible denounces on homosexuality. You know, the Bible is a closed, quiet, innocent book. We all opened it up and become naughty. So <laughs> I like that expression. From my perspective is that before the Bible, there is God. Ah. God created everything. We are talking about the God we found in Christ, mm. the God who loves all, the God who have reconciled all of us without counting our sins against us. Mm. So I do not have a problem with God, human rights, and the LGBT community. The most important thing is that we have to present the gospel as the scripture teaches that the grace of God has appeared to all men. So the message is about reconciliation. The message is about repenting to those people that we have marginalized and hurt by misrepresenting the scriptures. The problem today in the church is what we call biblical literalism. Biblical literalism you do not take into consideration the historical context of where the Bible was written and your own context. So we need to go back to basics in, in, in essence. Yes, I mean, even as Africans, we have Ubuntu, which means mm. I am because you are. And also in the Eastern cultures, Namaste, which means I see Christ mm. in you that is within me. And and I'm going to explore this and, and find out from you, Babit When we then connect to the Ubuntu, what is it about people who believe, especially Christians, that when I don't do things according to your understanding, your belief, then I get ostracized. And we do this straight after the break. Fun and positive conversations. Inviting you to connect with us. Uh, joining the conversation, we are at SAFM Radio, both on Twitter and Facebook, and you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And uh, we also are live on Facebook, and uh, you can just uh, join us uh, on that medium. And uh, we also welcome your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614104107. You can give us a call on 0891. 104207 SMSs at 40938 charged at 150 per SMS. With me in studio is uh, Mr. Mozikindi, who's a spiritual teacher, a former Christian pastor, turned into new thought and uh, teaching uh, in order for us to just uh, shift narratives. And uh, also joined by uh, Bishop Jackson Koza, uh, who's from Kingdom of Priests Ministries. And, and I guess the circle just becomes bigger and bigger. Why is it that Christians um, are the worst critiquing and judgmental people when you, do, when you don't conform to the norm? Yeah, I would say that uh, Christians, uh, most of, of, of Christianity is still trapped inside what I call the egoic consciousness. And basically, you've got this individual consciousness where you need another person to be wrong in order for you 
to be right. Wow. So you cannot be right without another person being there and that person you say you are wrong. This is why in our time we say we're no longer going into debates. We are going into conversations. Let us talk about how do you see God? How do you think about Christ? How do, because the information, the, the information age has opened the whole world wide so that there are different ways today of understanding God, understanding Jesus, and understanding things. And so we can no longer be trapped inside an individual egoic consciousness, and we can no longer be trapped inside a collective egoic consciousness. There's a collective ego. Collective ego says our beliefs are right. Mm. And for those beliefs to be right, we need other people who have different beliefs, and their beliefs have to be wrong for ours to be right. So we are saying that we are going beyond that. So and it's about time. Bishop wars have been fought uh, in the name of religion. Um, and, and what needs to happen for us to get to a place where we practice what you alluded to earlier on, um, especially as Africans, that the world learns from us, um, that we, we subscribe to the principles of Ubuntu yes. and, and um, the values thereof. I'm so happy that you have said we need to go back to the basics. You know, the basics are clear. Today, what we see in the church, it's a result of biblical literalism. Taking the Bible literally. You see, if you take the Bible literally, you will go and pick up snakes. And the snakes bite you and you die. That is the danger of biblical literalism. If you actually take the Bible literally, you are going to drink poison. And you say, the Bible say. Mm. So we need wisdom. We need to actually be like, when I grew up in the village, they said it takes the whole village to raise a child. So these issues that we are facing, be it religious warfare, oppression, marginalizing of women and whatever. It's a collective effort. We all have to come together and address it from all kinds of angles. And I I, I love it um, uh, that we we have biblical scholars who will be able to connect to the questions that we're receiving. Uh, Please read loudly Romans 1 verse 18 to 27. Okay, I think also coming to biblical scholarship, you see, we always tell people that the Bible has to have to has to be read in its proper context. Because now if you go to the Bible, many times when people try to debate these things, I ask them, do you have heard anything about temple slavery? Have you heard anything about temple prostitution? Because these are things that were happening at that time. Sure. And when, when for instance, Paul talks about homosexuality. Mm. It's not the kind of homosexuality that is happening in our time. It was slavery. That was temple prostitution. So there were many things that were happening. It was not only where people were being enslaved, but even religious people. And that was done also in the name of God. So we can also say Paul was one of people who was liberating those who were temple slaves. And this, this is why all those things were uttered. So we need to go into the context. Today we are living in the age of information. Mm. We can get all the information that you want about the context in which the Bible was written. So to a person listening to this conversation and and saying that what you are prescribing or what you are suggesting is antichrist, your response? 
Well, even Jesus Christ himself, he was called anti-Messiah. Mm. So the issues of quoting scriptures, even in the Bible, if you look back at our history, the oppression of black people was used because the Bible says so. Hmm. The abuse of You're women. referring to the stoning. Yes. And the judging. Yes, and, and the fact an apartheid. Uh, an apartheid. Apartheid, and apartheid as a system. It was born within the womb of the Dutch Reformed Church. The oppression of women. We use the Bible. Both New and Old Testament. We have got scriptures for anything wrong that we do. So, everything. You know, I'm very, very suspicious. The moment a person says, the Bible says so. Yeah. Read the scriptures. Mm. I say, well, we have read scriptures and we have killed people. We have read scriptures. We have cursed people. And we have hated people. Yes. The most important thing is, let's understand that God was there before the Bible. Mm. And the Bible is a historical record of people who give testimonies about God. So the most important thing is what is your experience today? I'm going to take a chance and take the first caller um, and, and looking against time. And I'm hoping that Kolani will be able to summarize. Joining us from the Eastern Cape. Good afternoon, Kolani, and welcome. Hi. I think I just wanted your guest to talk about something that, uh, that has been missing on this topic, the Holy Spirit. It says if we talk more about our own personal understanding and all, what about the teaching and what about the Holy Spirit? Can they just make a comment on that? Thanks. Well, there's a lot that you can say about the Holy Spirit. Again, go to biblical scholarship. And also, I can also tell Kolade that, uh, you know, the name Holy Spirit was used in the third century. The reason why it was called the Holy Spirit, because it was to differentiate it from other divine spirits that were operating in that time. You need to remember that Christianity uh, came out of need Judaism. To, you need to hold that thought. Uh, okay. Oh, you can carry on. Christianity came the, out of Judaism. And then there was a difference between Jews and Christians. And they were aware that Jews were also operating under a spirit, which was the divine spirit. And Jews said, our spirit is divine also. And Christians came, okay, because your spirit is divine, we're going to call ours the Holy Spirit. That's why when people talk about the Holy Spirit, they're not aware that that word, Holy Spirit, only belongs to Christianity. You cannot ah. use it for Buddhism. You cannot use it for Hindus. You cannot even use it for Orthodox Jews. Even though Orthodox Jews have got the Spirit, they are controlled by the Spirit, but it's not called the Holy Spirit because it is Jewish people. And also, if you look in the Native Americans, they use the name the Great Spirit. Before they used the word the Great Spirit, it was called the Great Mystery. They said we are living in the Great Mystery. When theism came, they changed it from the great mystery to the great spirit. And all the do. mystery requires is faith. We have, right. to, we have to go to the news um, headlines with Utsile Sako. Discussions impacting your life the most. And that's where we at. And uh, you find us 104 to 107 nationwide. And right now inviting you to connect in the discussions. 0891-104-207. And you can also send us a voice note on 0614-104-107. Good afternoon, my sister and your guest there. Your guest there has to be frank about the standing of the Bible 
regarding the issue of homosexualism. The Bible doesn't support it at all. Even in the teachings of Paul, who came after Christ, and then the teachings of all the other prophets and uh, all the other apostles who came after Christ, homosexuality was not accepted in Christianity, in, in Christianity religion. I don't know why Africans and uh, other people are, 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 are saying that we should, Christianity should evolve. When the Bible clearly says that do not remove or add anything that was written. Right. And I guess uh, taking it back to um, the human rights violation uh, within the church, I, I don't think would justify this talk when we only focus on uh, what the Bible said, what the Bible didn't say, because it's, it's purely on a person's understanding and interpretation. Definitely. I'll ask Bishop yes. to expand on that. Can I, can I comment a little bit sure. on the gentleman that spoke about the Holy Spirit? Sure, sure. You see, people use God Jesus, Bible, Holy Spirit. How many people today are standing before their congregation and say the Holy Spirit said to me, you must all give me 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. Hey, there are people how who many, own jets. How many people have called the Holy young Spirit. women, young women, and said the Holy Spirit says I must sleep with you. Mm. So the issue of the Holy Spirit, it is the same. Whether it's God, the Bible, and and Jesus. People use that. Coming back to the gentleman who said, uh, what does the Bible say about homosexuality? You know, if we were to take the Bible today and say, what does the Bible say? We will all be dead. When you talk human sexuality... In different issues mm, of you, life. When, when you talk human sexuality, the same Bible that condemns homosexuality, condemns sex before marriage, the Bible, the same Bible condemns mary, uh, sex outside of marriage. So we will never. Bible condemns mm, divorce. The even Bible, when he's abusive. The, the, the Bible condemns everything. So that is what will will help us to not just take the Bible and say the Bible said this, mm. the Bible said that. But in the context of what we are here for, we are here not to use the Bible on Human Rights Day. We are using human rights as an human rights day as an opportunity. The same way on Mother's Day, we use that as an opportunity. Women's Day and so on and so forth. I'm far. tempted uh, for you to respond to Nazim Khlotbom, uh, Bishop, who wants to know: uh, Are the Bible teachings right or wrong? Excuse me. Nazim wants to know: Are the Bible teachings wrong or right? It depends. If you are a Bible literalist, if you are a Bible fundamentalist you will say it's right even if you can see there are certain things that are wrong there so personally i'm not of the opinion that the bible was given to us direct from heaven i believe Ooh. the bible i believe the bible is human beings in their context and experiences mm. who have written 40 of them over a period of 1500 years so they wrote about God. Mm. So it will be safer. And that was their experience. And it's subjective. It's safer to say the authority of scriptures it's because it's historical and contextual. But we have to take the universal principle within it mm. and apply it if it empowers us. You can't just take the Bible and say, I'll apply everything, even if it destroys you, even if it makes you to hate other people. That's impossible. But basically, when people talk about the authority of the Bible, 
They mean the authority of the interpretation by the respective church, by the respective community. Or even the individual reading. Individual reading, yes. There's a, there's an essay, what is this, a Facebook message um, from Spelele, Spelele Mbongwa saying, everything started going uh, south when the day every Tom, Dick and Harry went to Bible school and, and came back as pastors. Uh, being a priest or reverend used to be a calling, not a profession. No, that's true. I think it's right because we look today at the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is still united, even though they've got many problems. But let's, let's look at what happened since the Protestants left the Catholic Church. The Protestant movement has now divided into more than 50,000 denominations. Each and every one of these 50,000 denominations believe that their particular interpretation of the Bible has authority. All right, let's go to WhatsApp voice notes, and uh, it's 061-4104107. Hi, Chris Elder. It's Emmanuel from Whitbank. My take on religion and human right violation is this. Remember, when Messiah came to, 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 to on earth, he never introduced any religion. Uh, the, uh, religion is a man-made thing. So... Uh, remember, once there's a man-made thing, there'll be some adjustment and there'll be some additional things. So that's why we find human violation, human rights violation. And then how do we deal with it? We need to get out of religion because some they violate the, they violate the human right because you depend on a certain religion. Once we take out from religion, everything will be much better. Thank you. SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. Uh, good afternoon, uh, SAFM. This is Towazani from Durban in Ponela. Uh, what I'd like to know from the guests is is religion racial? Because just by observing, I can pick up that most Indian people are Hindu or I don't know what else. And I think Chinese or that, that kind of grouping is like Buddhism, something like that. I think white people would be mostly Christian. And if that's the case, which I, I which I, I, I gather from just my observation, then what were the majority of black people before this Christianity arrived on our shores? Because seemingly we have taken and owned it up and we seem to, more, to know more about it than, than the people who, who delivered it to us. And we've had Umvelingangi, um, Modimo. So, so I mean, connect this, please. Um, or, or shall we give it to Bishop? He, he, he should actually also. <laughs> he, he, he must comment. But let me just say, it, it was a great privilege for both of us. Last year, November, we had the privilege of attending the World Parliament on Religion. When I studied uh, theology, there were around about 100 religions when we did uh, comparative studies. Mm -hmm. But this year, last year, it was 220 religions and more are still coming to the World Parliament on Religion. So the truth is, the majority of people are coming out of every religious institution mm. and the dogmas that humiliates people and condemn people, all religions. So now, when we were there, we discovered that even though there were 220 uh, religions represented, they all were transcendent. When you were there, you just felt unconditional love 
and inclusion. So ah, wow. it's a global phenomenon. Something lacking in church today. Oh, yes. Uh, we're busy doing church and not the kingdom. Exactly. So yes. let's talk about, um, because time is no longer on our side, the summit. Oh, the summit. Yeah. Actually, those people who want to know more information, they can go to our website, muzi.trendyevents.co.za. And during the day, we'll be having our own Somizi Somkaka Mishongo. He'll be facilitating the conversation on femininity, feminism, and everything about the consciousness that is rising. Mozitrindeevents.co.za. People can go there and find out more information. So it's happening on Wednesday, the 21st. And in the evening, we'll be also honoring our generals and our leaders in the evangelical movement. For me, it's just a celebration of a 40-year journey where I've been on this spiritual journey and I'm bringing everybody together from women, from the LGBT group, from pastors, from apostles and bishops. They are all invited. All the information is available at musicandevents.co.za. Bishop, as we conclude, um, South Africa, uh, South African president, and this is a Twitter handle, I don't think it is uh, from the presidency. People uh, just uh, use different titles saying, I'm shocked that your guest um, is using the Bible. Uh, look at the book of Timothy, Second uh, Timothy 3 verse 16. The scriptures are very clear that uh, God breathed and uh, profitable to equip, build, and the the Bible prophesies, uh, prophecies are true, and all is coming to pass. Even this topic is in the Bible. I I agree with the the uh, the viewer there. I just don't know what is his point because he seems to be confirming what we are talking about. <laughs> And as we close, we ran a poll on this topic and 71% uh, uh, the question was, do religious spaces violate human rights? 71% says a definite yes and 18% says no and 11% is not interested. Thank you so much uh, for all your contributions. We're now going to move straight to uh, Words of Wisdom. Thank you to both of you uh, thank for thank joining you very us. Much thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, thank Bishop you. Uh, Jackson Kosa from uh, Kingdom of Priest Ministries and uh, Mr. Mozikindi, who's a former uh, Christian pastor and now a spiritual teacher of New Thought and he's also an author. That's where we leave this conversation but uh, we continue interacting on social media at SAFM Radio, both on Twitter and Facebook and you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live and uh, SMS is at 40938 charged at 150.